Hello everyone and welcome to DCOM Central, where two childhood best friends review, reflect, and poke fun at the Disney Channel original movies that they grew up with, and maybe more recent ones, but who knows how far we'll go. So Michael, you know how last week I mixed up the last movie with, with the other me? Yeah, and then you infected me with false thoughts about the movie I was reviewing? Yes. Um, well, that made me want to watch the movie, and yet again, I really didn't remember much of it. But now I know which one has a clone and which one has a genius. You know what? We're becoming more versed in the Disney Channel original movie universe, Kelly, and who can complain about that? I guess I can't. Um, but yeah, to this week we reviewed The Other Me from September 8th, 2000. Yeah, and you know what, Kelly? I gotta say, I have never seen this before, and I was delightfully surprised. I figured you would be. Usually are. I always am, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so how about you give us that summary that you've been working really hard on? All week. Well, all week long, Kelly. The Other Me is an entertaining hour and a half about a kid who is fed up with the public school system. After an accidental science experiment creates a perfect clone of himself, Will Browning puts Tui to work. On the brink of an accidental scientific breakthrough, Will may just wish that he had opened up a pack of regular sea monkeys instead. Let's all go meet the other me. Oh, okay. That's a good week's worth of work. Short but sweet, Kelly. What can I say? <laughs> so let me jump into these fun facts so we can get moving. This is the 21st DCOM, so this DCOM turned 21 is legally able to drink. Yeah, DCOM can drink now. It was filmed in Toronto, Canada, and it stars the beloved Andrew Lawrence from Horror Sense and Jumping Ship. And for this movie, he actually won an award. Really? Yeah, he won Best Performance in a TV Movie Comedy for a Leading Young Actor. What kind of award was it? <laughs> Is it a Teen Choice Award? It's one of those Young Artist Awards. You love to see it. You know, he finally made his breakthrough. But he had two starring roles in this one. Yeah, so I, I, that makes sense to me. Double the work, double the recognition. Yeah. So the main dad in this movie might look familiar to you, Michael. He sure does. He is Mr. Fulton from High School Musical 2. Wow. Okay, yeah. I was trying to figure out where I knew him from. I knew I knew him from somewhere. I just couldn't remember what. And you definitely know the sister. Oh yeah, Alice and Pill, how could you forget? Yeah, she was in another Disney movie, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, where she played Ella. And we know her from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, where she played Kim. Now, I have never seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. But, oh, she's an incredibly recognizable face. She does. Also, this time, the Disney Plus description says he's a 7th grader. And how old were we in 7th grade, Michael? Hmm. 13. Let's see. 13. Tw 12 turning 13. Oh my god. It, it, it. Kelly, they cannot escape. They really can't. <laughs> no. So last fun fact for now. This movie has the same musical composer as a Halloween Town, Mark Mothersbaugh. Oh. So you sometimes hear the music sound very similar and maybe a bit too cheery or dramatic for some scenes. You know, a lot of these DCOMs have strange music choices. And I'm not going to knock them for it. Just, you know, it, it, it very whimsical for very mundane movies. Yes, I agree. Well, with all that being said, let's jump into the plot. 
We begin with Will walking down the schoolyard playing with his yo-yo as terrible ADR surrounds him. Thank you for mentioning the ADR. It was <laughs> it, it, it took you right out of the movie immediately. Sure did for me. People are referring to him as the yo-yo kid, and I see no problem with this. Kids didn't have cell phones or fidget spinners to keep them occupied in 2000, so the yo-yo worked well back then, I think. Yeah, and I also recall in elementary school, we had like yo-yo class, didn't we? Like for PE sometimes, didn't we all get a yo-yo? Maybe. I liked yo-yoing. Oh yeah, no, like uh, it was it was a thing in elementary school for us. In elementary school, kindergarten it was 2001, so maybe it was really popular then. I, did, I don't remember the, a certain class, but I remember playing it a lot. Mr. Herbster taught us about the brain in the yo-yo. Hmm. Um, some, something's sparking in my head. It was like a mechanical yo-yo. It had a little device in it. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, Will meets up with his friend Chucky, a name you haven't heard to, given to a person besides Chuck E. Cheese since, well, the 2000s. Yeah, you know, the child's play really did a number on that name. Well, hmm, interesting. I also thought it was strange that their lockers were yellow and blue, and the two friends were wearing yellow and blue. You gotta love that color synergy. Is the decom world working on a color scheme here? I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it is. They're trying to push their yellow and blue agenda. Speaking of lockers, the blue locker nearest Will shuts to reveal Heather, a girl who just switched lockers, possibly to get closer to him, asks Will to the junior social before he cuts her off, saying he doesn't know how to dance and has to leave. But they'll do lunch sometime. I mean, right off the bat, he's a jerk to her, but with her voice, like, her voice was very off-putting to me. Yeah, but she can't help it, probably. Oh, no, I don't blame her, but, like, it, as a movie watcher, the voice was off-putting. But also, his attitude was off-putting, so he's got to, you know, put that in check here. Yes. She eagerly asks when they'll do lunch, and he says, sometime, but really means maybe next millennial. Man, I sure wonder why he doesn't like this girl. Like, it can't just be her voice. She's so nice. Like, you, you could put that aside, but just let her be nice. That's all you need to do. I, I, I agree. We cut to Michael's favorite and always accurately portrayed class, science class. <laughs> Will is warned by his lab coat wearing teacher that if he doesn't get at least a B on his big science project, then he will be held back. So he's either really dumb or really lazy. I, I can't tell yet. I'm not gonna lie. Science projects are probably the easiest assignment you can ever get in primary school. <laughs> because all you have to do is follow the scientific method. It doesn't matter if your project works or not. As long as you follow the scientific method, you get a 100%. Okay, Dr. Argent. <laughs> Cut to Will's house, where his family is eating from a common pot as part of a bonding ritual. A ritual I am not interested in being a part of for sanitary reasons. Absolutely not. Keep your chopsticks out of my bowl. Please. Also, what's with Disney Channel and Mickey Mom so spiritual different? Not saying there's anything wrong with them, I'm just sensing a pattern here after the anti-vaxxer mom that you pointed out in the 13th year, Michael. Yeah, something's going on with these decom moms. <laughs> these decom writers have weird moms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They learned it from somewhere. So it's time to reveal the report cards to mom and dad, something that I don't know about you, Michael, but I was always really nervous about, even though I, majority of the time, had nothing to worry about there. Nah, I was always proud of it. I had a good time. Oh, no, I'm yeah, not saying... Again, 
I didn't have bad grades. I just, I don't know. If I, if I had an A- minus or a B, I was worried. The best part about report card season, at least when we were in elementary school, was we used to get a coupon wheel when we got our report cards back in elementary school. And that was great because oh, yeah. there was a free like Chuck E. Cheese card and a free Boomers card in there. That is true. We went to Boomers a lot. We also got rated on like ones and twos and threes and fours. And I remember I got a three or something because I was too talkative to you. <laughs> I talked too much to you. And I interrupted class pretty on brand for us yeah but i mean that was a really great way to incentivize us as children to do well in school i mean free rounds of mini golf at boomers <laughs> free arcade games at chuck e cheese i can't think of a better incentive yeah maybe will just needs a, a little bit more of an incentive well well will did have something to worry about with his report card because he got terrible grades and comments from his teachers saying he doesn't try or apply himself this, of course, upsets his parents and leaves his dad with plan B. It's easy to guess what plan B is because before he can even reveal such plan, a military drum becomes the background music. You gotta make it overly, overly obvious to children. <laughs> That's right. Camp Spartacus, a highly respected summer boot camp for boys with a terribly made brochure on Microsoft Word 2000. Dude, it was horrible. Will's dad believes the summer there will teach him to push himself, whereas Will believes it'll turn him into a mindless uniform wearing machine. Hmm. Could go either way, in my opinion. But it's either get your grades up or military boot camp it is. I guess that's his incentive. Yeah, if you can't be incentivized by boomers or Chuck E. Cheese, then I guess the threat of boot camp is going to do it. Guess so. Cut to Will in his room, informing Chucky of his terrible fate, and whoa, what a blast from the past as Chucky has a totally early 2000s type phone. It's transparent, and it's on a cord. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Meanwhile, Will's is red like his jacket and cordless. Nice. The color coordination is spot on. <laughs> Conveniently, just as Will gets off the phone, his mother comes in to inform him that she doesn't care about A's, she cares about effort. What about getting an A for effort? <laughs> she tells him that he's a smart, wonderful boy, and he should let the world know. Wow, they really have a lot of hope for this kid, and, and I want to know how he does when he actually tries. Good question. Do you think he'll actually try in this movie? That was one of the questions at the end. <laughs> his mother bids him goodnight, and he starts playing with his yo-yo again. It rolls past a magazine ad that piques Will's interest, an ad for Ocean Pups that says, Grow your own fun. He has found his science project. Wow, guess the conversation with his best friend and mom did nothing for him. He just wants the easy way out. Have you ever had pet sea monkeys? No, didn't you? Yeah, I've had them a couple of times. They're fun. It, it, I mean, you can get the same amount of entertainment by putting some glitter in a cup of water, but it, it, it's a novelty. I was never into that stuff. I don't even like fish. <laughs> the ad of the ocean pups transitions to the sign for ocean pups, and we enter their lab, where they are testing on rats. Not big fan of these scientists already. All right, so I just have a quick comment. When we enter this lab and we see the scientists, I swore that the guy, like the 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 taller guy, was Bob Saget. Like I, he, I thought he was Bob Saget wearing a pearl necklace and glasses. That's that's what I thought. I was he very nothing like him. It was just the first thing I thought when I got the first glance of him. You were so off my. You friend. know what, listeners. Look at that intro scene where we meet him for the first time. Tell me he doesn't look a little bit like Bob Saget. Uh, yeah, it does not. <laughs> anyway, 
Well, the scientists put a drop of some liquid on the rat and successfully clone it as another rat CGI's into the cage. Pretty cool. They say this is the greatest advance in science in a hundred years, and I figured that statement would annoy you, Michael. Um, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. Cloning would be pretty big deal. But it, I really don't think it's possible at all, like what they did here. <laughs> no, does not seem so. It would also be highly unethical. So Yes. You, you you can say it's an advancement, but at the same time, you, you, you broke some rules here, bud. Mm-hmm. Anyway, scientist number one, a.k.a. Conrad, says they're going to be filthy rich, but scientist number two, a.k.a. Victor, reminds him it's not about the money, it's about everything you can buy with it. Well, that's one way to think about it. it certainly is. They start saying that they won't have to use the Ocean Pumps company as a front anymore, as they drink grape juice out of test tubes. Why would you do Ugh. that? Michael, is that okay with you oh to do? Oh my god. No. <laughs> oh, wow. They'd be dead. <laughs> yes. How they've survived this long, I don't know. <laughs> Me neither. So this lab doesn't seem very secure. The scientists just leave after this big breakthrough, and then the rat from Avengers Endgame escapes easily and piques a caged black cat's interest. And why the hell do they have a cat caged for experiments? I hate these guys. You know... I unfortunately ran some biology labs, and uh, I saw quite a few cats in the lab, and it was always sad. Oh, that makes me so depressed. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Anyway, the cat starts chasing the mouse, because that's how cinema works, and the cat knocks over the cloning liquid. That's showbiz, baby. Which spills into a crack in the floor, which very realistically goes through the second story to an ocean pup's kit, sprinkling its sparkly, magical green goo on it. Now, Kelly, hold on a second. Did you miss the film error here? Probably. I was too busy being sad about the cat. When the mouse is running across the table, you can visibly see a trainer's hand holding a treat and shaking it on the side of the screen. Oh, yeah. I did read that happened. You can actually see it. And, like, I, I wonder, there's so many of these errors in these movies. I wonder if it's a editing error because of the translation to Disney+. Plus, Because these movies were not in the widescreen aspect ratio. These were in the, 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 the square aspect ratio when they were first released. So I wonder if they just took the raw footage and put them, that on Disney+, Plus rather than the edited one. Hmm. Good question. I'm not sure, but yeah, that that was pretty bad. I was typing probably at the time, so I missed it, but I did hear about it. It made me laugh. It was really funny. <laughs> I'll go back and look at it. We cut to a shot of the male lady clearly holding a package for Will up for the camera before placing it down at his doorstep. And by the way, the address was missing a state. In place of the state, it just said USA. So that was odd. <laughs> Maybe don't leave it on the camera so long for me to notice if you're gonna skip a step yeah patriotism also not a good look to go from one editing error to a, a very bad transition agreed time for will's fake science experiment and i'm sure this is going to be important later as the box clearly says that the pups last for one month so he puts the pup eggs in a tank of water and can't find the stirrer so he uses his hair comb to stir it without taking his hair out first as he does so, the sparkles appear again as they collect his DNA. Within seconds, an eruption of lights and water spouts come out of the tank. Will gets so scared, he hides in his closet to call customer service. 
and I don't understand why kids do this in movies, but he introduces himself with his full name, Will Browning. Not a great idea, kid. Customer service also wouldn't be the first number I call. If there's about to be an explosion in my bathroom, I think I'd call like the police, the fire department, or at the very least, my parents. Yeah, my parents. Not customer service. What are they going to do? You're going to be on hold for like half an hour. He basically is. The office the lady is working at seems very sketchy. It's all dark and pretty empty. Will tells her about the lights and water spouts, and she goes to get her handbook, which is code for, let me put you on hold because I don't care about your call. The explosion seems to be over, so Will goes to investigate, but before he opens the bathroom door, he looks at himself in the mirror for a bit. Then he opens the door, and he's looking at himself again, but this time, not in the mirror. It's a shiny new clone. He screams as it's as he slams the door on it, then gets scared of his own reflection in the mirror. It was pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> it was. After a beat, he opens the door again and starts slowly moving his head from left to right as his clone mimics his motions. The terrible customer service lady finally takes Will off hold and makes up a bunch of lies about who she consulted with, but bottom line is, she doesn't know how to help him. The clone starts messing with Will's toothpaste somehow, somehow spraying it all over him. So Will finally hangs up on the lady right after being attacked with an exaggerated explosion of baby powder. Yeah, that stuff's all up in his lungs now. Gross. Will gives the clone a towel, and now I realize that he was in fact supposed to be naked, but they accidentally showed part of his pants in frame about 30 seconds prior. So it could, again, be another framing issue with Disney+, Plus, or just also both things with the rat, and this is very likely... That it was always a problem. I was going to ask if you caught that too. It made me laugh again. Yeah. Because I remember seeing the jeans and I was like, oh, where do you get the jeans from? And then and then he gives him a towel because he's supposed to be naked. And I was like, oh, he wasn't supposed to have the jeans in the first place. He's just a child, so he can't be naked on set. <laughs> yeah, I, that, all that occurred to me as well. Will tells the clone, you look just like me. And the clone is able to speak. Will runs to his science book, you know, as if that will have an answer for him, and reads a click thing about cloning, realizing, holy A in science class, I made myself a clone. His clone takes the book and is able to read aloud from it too. This clone seems really advanced, but when Will leaves it to read alone so he can act normal in front of his parents for dinner, he tells the clone to put on some clothes as if the clone knows what clothes are, or is that part of cloning where they have the memories and intelligence of who they're cloned from? Yeah, you know, well, this is the thing. There's no continuity in this because, okay, he can read and he can speak, but he has no other memories carried over from from Will. That doesn't seem to make any sense to me, Kelly, because reading and, and speaking are not intrinsically available to humans. You got to learn that. So I feel like it, it's all, either got to be all or none for, for a clone in this movie, but they chose to go halfway. Halfsies. Halfsies. Yep, uh, that's fair. Very Disney Channel original movie of them. (laughs) Ain't it? Cut to the lab where the customer service lady actually told scientists one and two about the phone call and gave them Will's full name. See, Kit, shouldn't be giving your full name out right away. Danger, danger. These scientists are pissed because they think the kid might have cloned himself and don't have a patent. Well, that's just their fault. I mean, come on. You gotta get a patent. Meanwhile, back at dinner at Will's house, he doesn't get very far into his meal before he hears his clones screaming upstairs 
which causes him to scream at the dinner table himself. His father drops his food from shock, and everyone looks very concerned. Will asks to be excused, a concept that seems so old to me now. And his mom says she made rutabaga popsicles, which again sounds similar to the beet cake the mom from 13th year made. 13th year was the 10th decom, right? It was the 7th, actually. This is the 21st? Yes. Wow. It feels like nothing has changed. Well, nothing has changed. Will finds his clone hiding under the bed because he was afraid of a Halloween mask that fell on him while looking through the closet. That's something that I would do. That is something you would do. Will tells the clone he screamed when the clone screamed because maybe it was a twin thing. That's not a real thing, but okay. I mean, it also wasn't obvious that that's what was happening at the dinner table. Like when he screamed, I thought he was just trying to cover up the scream from the clone. That's what I thought. And that's what I wrote down and then I had to erase it. <laughs> yeah, it was odd. It was. Anyway, the clone was able to dress himself, even if he put his boxers on over his pants. And he even read the entire science book and can recite it from memory now. All of that brain power made him hungry because I guess clones gotta eat too. Will tells the clone to wait, but he follows him out of the bedroom anyway and is confused by the family portraits hanging on the wall. You know, those classic portraits that Michael's family has all over their house from different years, but my family doesn't do. Hey, man. Those portraits. You know what? Every, to, to each their own, what can I say? <laughs> it caught me at every bad moment in my life. Every bad hairstyle. The red shirt one is not bad. It's gone. It's gone. Nobody will ever see it again. Yeah, we'll see about that. So Will says, that's my family. And the clone asks, and my family? Will says, no. So I guess he's not ready for a twin brother. Who is, really? I'm not. He sneaks downstairs with clone boy right behind. Mom is in the kitchen cleaning by herself while the father is in the dining room balancing the checkbook or whatever. Very traditional family we have here. That's Disney, all right, pushing the traditional family. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Will and Clone are terrible at being sneaky. They hide in the dining room while Dad is looking for batteries, and Will leaves Clone Boy to face an unconcerned Dad while he bursts into the kitchen in front of his mom. Clone Boy follows him to the kitchen, and right as Mom is about to turn her head, Will runs in the, into the dining room, and Mom and Dad are briefly confused on how Will changed his shirt so fast, but, you know, they stop caring in about five seconds. <laughs> mom asks clone boy to open the fridge for her because she tr decided she couldn't make multiple trips and is holding way too much tupperware in her hands clone boy goes in for the assist and will has to stop his dad from going to the kitchen by guilting him saying he just had dinner and snacks are bad for you but dad makes a slight comeback with are you kidding when your mother is cooking snacks are what keeps me alive <laughs> harsh dad ends up getting into the kitchen and will just stands there bracing for impact Luckily, nothing happens. Dad gets leftovers from Mom, who says she can reheat it for him, but he just goes back into the dining room with it right away, so I guess he declined. Anyway, he sees Clone Boy and again is briefly confused by a change of shirt, but loses interest in the game about, in about five seconds. What a fun sequence. I really liked this. The, the back and forth in the room, switching out the kids. I, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Just the parents just did not care. No, not at all. They're aloof throughout the whole movie. They are. Back in Will's room, Clone Boy is scarfing down his food when he lets out a burp. This immediately startles him and makes him cover his face because he thinks he's losing air. <laughs> Will informs him that burps are normal and lets out one himself. He then yawns and Will says that means he's tired and he's had a big day. In fact, Will had a big day too. Bigger than the day he got his tonsils out. 
Well, that's an interesting comparison. Yeah, I'm definitely not the first one I would draw, but he did make a scientific breakthrough today, so. Yes. Uh, but they needed Clone Boy to recite a fact about tonsils that he learned from the science book, so I guess that's why he mentioned it. Yeah, you gotta have that set up so you can have the punchline. Yes. Will is impressed on how smart he is, but the clone is like, well, it has to be your brain because I'm your clone. Duh. Now it's time for Will to name the movie title as he tries to come up with a name for Clone Boy. He settles on the very original but not very creative, Tui. What are your thoughts on this name, Michael? Uh, stupid. <laughs> Good answer. Well, Tui is tired, so after his last bite of dinner, he falls asleep right away. This, that doesn't seem very healthy. Like me, every Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Will, who is hiding under the bed, is so impressed with himself and his clone that he plans to send Tui to school as himself. I mean, it just seems like a bad idea. Everything is pointing that it's a bad idea to me. <laughs> Meanwhile, Disney Channel's registered villain van pulls up outside Will's house to try to find out what he cloned. The villain van. Pretty sure they used it before. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't put it past them. They get into an argument on how the words breaking and entering are illegal when used together, and scientist number one honks his horn in anger as if he forgot they are supposed to be sneaky. Yeah, for someone on an espionage mission, like, this van is quite possibly the loudest van possible. It really sticks out. Apparently, they drove halfway across the country to observe him, which doesn't seem possible that they would get there that fast, but oh well. Yeah, they got there within a day. A couple hours. Yeah. The next day, Will has to go with his family to visit Grandpa Mordecai, which leaves Tui at home to stay put. Grandpa won't talk to anyone because he's supposedly in one of his zones again, so the visit is cut short, and Will runs upstairs to find Tui is gone. He's not a very obedient clone. No, not at all. But again, like, you, you don't leave a brand new puppy alone at home <laughs> the first day you have him. Why would you leave no, you a don't. brand new human being alone? Not many things in this movie make sense. We cut to a very Halloween town sounding park where Tui is observing all the different families. Will is on his bike looking for him when he decides to use his clone finding powers of Legomancy to listen into Tui's mind. <laughs> he hears Tui asking if he can play and hears a dog barking in the background as well. When Will finds Tui at the park, he has just caught a frisbee in his mouth like the dog just did and scares away the kid that threw it. Will is annoyed at Tui for not listening, and Tui asks if he has a family, but Will rudely replies, no, I do. Okay, Will. Wow. Way to go, Will. Come on. <laughs> they go back home, and it's time for Tui to get his how-to-act-like-Will training, which involves a montage of walking, yo-yoing, high-fiving, and how-to-talk-to-girls lessons. Will's sister rolls up with her electric scooter, and while Will hides, Tui recites some lines from a music video that either is super outdated or just made up because I have never heard this song and I can't find it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, uh, maybe DCOMs have like a, a resident uh, dance crew that can put on a music video real quick on the spot. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. The sister laughs at him and walks away and Will tells Tui he needs to learn to keep things to himself. Well, now it's the next day and it's time for Tui to go to school. It's first day. First day of school, better take a picture. <laughs> well, gives him very specific instructions to say, gotta go, give his mom a kiss, and then walk out the door. Instead, Tui took this very literally and tells the mom, gotta go, kiss, out the door, as he leaves. <laughs> this doesn't sound like it's, it's gonna go very well. No, this is 
I mean, he set himself up for failure. It's amazing that things worked out the way they did. Truly. Chucky even thinks Will is acting weird. I mean, Tui tries to bite water out of the water fountain, then Tui finishes his test in record time and shouts, done, when he finishes. So, a lot of weird stuff happening. That also made me laugh. And haven't we <laughs> all tried to bite water out of water fountain at least once in our lives? Yeah, but not like with a lot of people around us. Oh no, terrible social <laughs> skills, Kelly. But what do you expect? He's a clone. Yeah. Meanwhile, at home, Will is playing video games on his Sega Dreamcast, a very old system that I actually used to have. Yeah, we used to play on it all the time. Yeah, it was really nice. Remember you had that army game where you could go between like an airplane, a tank, and, and something else? And I always wanted to be the airplane. Yeah, it was that was that was a really fun game. It was awesome. It just always bothered me that I didn't have a save mode. Nope. So we always had to start from scratch. I had the same thing. All of my systems, I never had a memory card, so I could never save my games when I was a kid. Look how far we've come now. Yeah, right? With our PCs with terabyte hard drives. Yeah. Ugh. So much better. Now we go back to school. Chucky tells Tui he's been acting strange all day and wants to know what's going on already. Tui admits nothing, but instead eats his pizza and is so impressed he jumps up to scream, Frozen pizza rocks! And be breaks out in dance. I mean, it does. Seems like something you would do, Kelly. Not, not publicly. <laughs> Privately, though? With you, yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Everyone looks at him funny, but then this kid pulls out a random giant boombox and puts on some song for all to dance to? What the heck is going on? Like, I'm just like, what, what, what movie am I watching? This was so much fun. This was amazing. It's like the, this, you can probably track this moment right here to the, the, the creation of High School Musical. <laughs> it just, it was so extra. Like, kids were dancing on tables. There were no teachers or staffs to stop it. I loved this scene. Like, I really, really liked this. This was fun. I was just annoyed. It's like, this doesn't make any sense. It's just what I like of, out of DCOMs. I like fun, zany stuff. And this is exactly it. That, that's fair. I was just uh, being realistic and wondering where everyone was. Because for us in middle school, we always had staff watching over us at lunch. And we even had to ask permission to go to the bathroom. So yeah, They were watching over us like hawks. But if you want realism, Kelly, go watch High School Musical. The most realistic <laughs> depiction of high school I've ever seen. Can't wait till we get to that movie. <laughs> Me neither. Anyway, Tui starts dancing with Heather and she asks him to go to the dance and he says yes, if he can get more pizza. Eventually, some teachers show up to break it off and Tui is sent to the principal's office. Scotty DeSoda, the guy who hates Will for getting him suspended, is also waiting for the principal. He starts to threaten Tui and Tui apologizes for not talking to him first before telling a teacher, even though it wasn't right of him to steal Will's lunch money. Because, you know, Will did warn him about this dude. But Tui's a lot nicer about it than Will was. That's my philosophy, too, on ratting people out. Like, listen, um, I am going to tell on you, but I'm going to let you know before I go and do it. Out of respect. Yeah, exactly. Real recognize real. <laughs> Scotty is really confused and tells Tui his old man will probably go medieval on him for getting in trouble. Tui is confused by this verbiage, as am I, and says he doesn't know what it means to have a father. Suddenly, Scotty gets all deep and says he doesn't know either because his dad left him and his mom when he was two. Tui doesn't even look sad when he hears this. He, he just, like, smiles and nods, and Scotty tells him he's an alright guy. You know, Kelly, sometimes all people need is someone to listen. And that's what we saw right here. Yes, I just, uh, Tui's social skills didn't come out because he just smiles. 
and looks ditzy. Oh, yeah. No, he, he's got nothing. There's nothing going on up there. <laughs> no. Tui comes back home happy and eager to go back to school again. Will says he has his permission to go every day this school year. I get Will is lazy and doesn't want to work, but won't he miss his friends? Or, like, leaving his room? How long will he enjoy being stuck at home? I guess this triggers me a bit because I miss when I could freely leave my house. Man, I loved school. I did too. Uh, yeah, I, I miss freely leaving the house and not worrying right now too, but school was great. Yeah, our, that's where our friends were. Yeah, exactly. Every once in a while I'd play a little hooky, you know, sometimes I just didn't want to be there. Sometimes there was a marathon on TV that I didn't want to miss, <laughs> but for the most part, I liked going to school, hanging out with my friends all day. Yeah. Especially in high school. Yeah, we had band, we had each other. Like, I I was actually sad on days I had to miss school because then I would, I'd be so bored. Exactly. Anyways, Tui starts doing Will's homework without being asked to, and Will gets a call from Heather asking what he's wearing to the social. Will says he'll call her back and yells at Tui for ruining his six years of avoiding her. Six years is a long time to be avoiding someone who's just nice to you. And 13. Been avoiding her since you were seven? Okay. <laughs> yeah. The doorbell rings, bef and before Will runs off to go answer it, without looking through the peephole, I might add, he tells Tui to stay and not do anything, and Tui looks like a dog who has just been told he's a bad dog. Like, he just, like, kind of, like, shrivels up. Poor guy. Yeah. So, at the door is Scotty, who says he got something for Will, but makes it sound like he's got a knuckle sandwich. Oof. Instead, he returns the notebook Tui left behind and says it was nice talking to him today. Will is super confused, and then his sister walks in saying he was super weird at lunch, but also wants to know where he learned that dance, because everyone's been talking about it, and now she's like a celebrity sister or something. You're getting bonus points everywhere he goes. <laughs> Next up at the door is Scientist 1 and 2, who have been oddly quiet until now. They awkwardly say they're from Ocean Pups, responding to his call the other day, and ask Will if they can help him. Will says the kit was lame and would and would like a refund but he's busy and needs to go i mean he on the phone with them he commented that there were like there's something about lights and 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 bubbles or something like that i mean he should have just said water spouts yeah water spouts he should have just said he put it on top of a lava lamp on accident this is the early 2000s those were still around yeah he didn't really think this through no as the scientists walk away they are not at all convinced one of them for some reason even wears a pair of librarian glasses interesting choice Looks like Danny Tanner. <laughs> Does not. At all. Will and Tui watch them leave using the same binoculars as Disney Channel really tries to show off how much they can have the same actor in the same frame twice. We start a montage of Tui going to school and making his parents proud while the scientists try to blend in with an ice cream truck that they fail miserably at maintaining, and Will starts to get bored staying at home. Much like we would. Yes. After an unidentified passage of time, Tui comes home after hanging out with Chucky and Scott, Scotty DeSoto and brings Will back a slice of pizza. Will goes off on him for no reason, saying he's stuck here like a prisoner and all he gets is a slice of pizza? Whoa there, buddy. Slow your roll. If he didn't want Tui to go to school from every day, then he should have just gone himself and not been so lazy. Yeah, he should be so lucky to get a slice of pizza. I want a slice of pizza right now, and I don't have one, so Me we're not too. lucky. Nope. So then Will gets mad when Tui says he's going to the arcade with Chucky and Heather because it's Will's time to have fun around here and he deserves it. Nope. You do not deserve it at all, Will. Doesn't deserve anything, this jerk. Yeah, Will deserves nothing in my opinion. And Tui innocently says he's the one who, who does all the work around here. 
and he thought staying home all day, eating junk food and watching TV was Will's dream. Will says it was, but now it stinks. Guess he's gotten bored of rereading all those Marvel comics. He's always reading Marvel comics, which is fun because Disney later requires Marvel. Yeah, there was some Spider-Man, some Iron Man. It's a little bit of foreshadowing. Yeah, they didn't even know it. Anywho, Will is so upset he doesn't notice the villain van just rolled up as Tui leaves the house. The scientists can clearly see Will sulking in the window as Tui meets up with Chucky. Good thing Chucky also didn't look up to the window. <laughs> Anywho, the villains say there's no law against clone napping and they still have three days to catch him and run some tests. Hmm. Three days until what? So mysterious. Hmm. Now it's time for the weekly visit to see Grandpa Mordecai, and even though Will was previously mad about being stuck inside like a prisoner, he still does not wish to leave and makes Tui go in his place. When Tui gets there and first sees some of the elderly, he asks if that is what old looks like. Then in his first interaction with Grandpa Mordecai, he stands in front of him, blocking his view of the TV, touches his face, and asks, does it hurt? Grandpa Mordecai grabs his hand, smiles, and says, not today. Everyone is shocked as this must be the first time he has spoken in a long time. Tui really is the superior Will. What a touching scene. This is great. Yeah, I mean, Will's a big old piece of crud for not going to see his grandpa. But, I mean, what a what a nice little moment here, right? I, 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 I don't know. I found this very touching. I thought it was very cute. But I guess Will is catching up on the, onto that himself, that Tui seems to be superior. His parents come in, and as Tui hides in the closet, they tell Will about how impressed they are with him for being so nice to Grandpa, and how he brought his grades up so fast. They have decided he doesn't have to go to summer boot camp, and they even say it's like he's a different kid now. Certainly seems like it. Yeah. Will starts to worry that if he goes back to who he used to be, they won't love him anymore. His parents say loving him wasn't the issue, and Will feels a little better. Only a little, though, because how sure can you be? <laughs> Well, the next day, Will has, has gotten arrogant again. He insists on going to school, but will not listen to Tui's advice, even though lots has changed since he's been there. What a mistake that was on Will's part. Yeah, I mean, he's a completely different kid now, so... Completely different. Will makes the same walk up to school as he did in the first shot of the movie, and instead of everyone laughing at him or giving him a weird look, everyone is nice to him and says hi. Even the teachers. Chucky goes in for the handshake, and Will just keeps walking, so confused on why he would help a teacher. Chucky is like, why? You give. You're always up for new things. As Will continues to have this dumb look on his face, his old nemesis, Scotty DeSoto, offers him tickets to a baseball game. Next up, we have Heather approaching Will, saying they'll meet at 7 before the social. Will is too confused to even be rude to her this time. Chucky heads to class, and in the middle of a crowded hallway, Will says to himself, Oh man, what happened to my life? Well, I'll tell you what happened. It got better when you started to try and actually care. Or, well, your clone did. <laughs> Will comes home sulking, wanting to know why everyone likes Tui so much, and why Will can't get good grades. Because you suck, Will. Mm-hmm. Tui says they are the exact same, but the difference is Tui actually tries and isn't afraid to try new things. Good for Tui. Yeah. A.K.A. Will, you're lazy. Mm-hmm. Will says he should have only used him for a few good grades, then dumped him at the mall. <sighs> Harsh much? Wow, that's a human being, bud. <laughs> that is you, bud. Yeah, that's you. It's literally you. Self-care. 
Tui has actually thought about this a lot, you know, because he actually uses his brain. He says this isn't his family. He says this isn't his family. It's Will's, so Tui is leaving for New York tonight to see if it really is black and white. Because he watches a lot of old movies. Ah, the Big Apple. Will decides Tui can go to the social dance and hang out with everyone one last time. I wouldn't want to go to the social dance. I don't, I don't like dances. I don't like that. No. I'd, I'd, I'd spend my time at home. Well, we know Tui likes dances, so. Yeah, he's, he's a social butterfly, that kid. He definitely is. As Tui leaves, the scientists start following him, and as they're about to grab him, Chucky calls to Tui to say hi, and the scientists just immediately back off. Is Chucky not concerned that he almost watched a kidnapping? Okay. Weird. Those guys were dangerously close to Tui. Like, Chucky should have noticed something. But he, I mean, he accidentally saved the day. Accidentally. But Will saw this exchange from his window and ran outside to go help. He overhears the scientists say that if the clone doesn't drink their serum soon, he'll turn into ocean pup eggs in the morning. See, that lives one month label really did have a significant meaning here. Poor guy. Yeah. As the scientists are fighting over the serum, Will runs and grabs it from them and takes a shortcut through the woods. The scientists can't keep up and decide to get who they think is the real Will, which is Tui, at the school dance. The only thing I have to say about this right here is that the, the, the vial that the serum is in is actually the same kind of vial that I would use every day in the lab. And it was kind of funny that I'm still using the exact same kind of lab equipment that they had back in the early 2000s. Hmm. Weird. At the dance, Heather gives Tui his own personal pizza because that was the payment to get him to go to the dance, I suppose. <laughs> Which, I mean, he only takes one bite of it. What a waste. Yeah, seriously. I mean, don't waste the good pizza at the school dance. You, you can't trust the school dance food all the time. No, you cannot. And she went through all that trouble to smuggle you in a, a pizza pie to the school dance. Uh, she's in love with this kid. She is. Uh, he doesn't realize how good he has it. No. Tui notices that no one is dancing yet, so instead of finishing his pizza, he grabs Heather and hits the dance floor. Scotty DeSoto sees this and joins in with the series of dance moves that they all seem to know, and more people finally decide to join in. Join in. What a fun scene. <laughs> Another wacky scene for you. Say what you will about this movie, Kelly, but the dance sequences were fantastic. Yeah, I just uh, I don't normally expect that of kids this age. No, not at all, but I like it. High school kids in, in a musical, yes. Not this movie, though. I mean, they all dance better than I can, so. <laughs> yeah, trained choreographers. <laughs> yeah. Will arrives and watches from the second floor as Heather gives Tui a peck on the cheek. Aww. When the song ends, Tui isn't feeling so good and excuses himself for a second. Chucky watches him walk out one door and sees Will walking from another door wearing a different outfit. Chucky's confused, and Will tells him about the clone. Then the scientists somehow get inside the school dance because there must be no security or something. I mean, there weren't even bouncers at the school dance. There was, I remember our school dances. I mean, you couldn't get in as a student without a ticket. How are these adults getting into the dance? Not realistic. This is an abduction waiting to happen. Everyone is chanting for Will to come up with a new dance move for them to learn. So Will tells Chucky to go find the clone while Will hits the dance floor. You know, because that's important. <laughs> and he makes up dance moves from his yo-yo tricks. Because, you know, we haven't seen the yo-yo in a while and we needed to come full circle. It seems to um, 
be a hit as everyone tries to do the dance moves. And after dancing with Heather, he kisses her goodbye and promises he will call her this time. So does he like actually like her now? I don't understand what changed and it just feels like another forced Disney Channel mutual movie kiss to me. Can we ever avoid these? I don't like this, Kelly. (laughs) He doesn't have the relationship with her. Tui does. This is not right. And he previously said he didn't like her for six years and just kisses her. Yeah, this is a bad look, Disney Channel. Come on. Yeah, seriously. The scientists get closer to catching Will as they dance on the dance floor together to try to blend in. Will meets up with Chucky and suddenly remembers he has the power to read Tui's mind. Will and Chucky split up to search for clues, and as soon as Chucky leaves, the scientists grab Will, like, seconds later. Meanwhile, Tui is about to board a bus to New York City, but hesitates. He feels something is wrong. Now we're back to the kidnapping, where Will is tied up in an undisclosed location that looks like an auto repair shop. And he's saying, you got the wrong guy. I'm not the clone. The scientists leave him to find the real clone, because they believe him. And Will finally realizes Tui was right, and now he'll never get a chance to dance again. Or see his friends and Heather, who he must love so much. Oh no, whatever will he do? Who's to say? Thankfully, Tui comes in to save the day, and rescues him without being seen by the scientists. He starts to glow a bit, however, in his cheeks because he is dying and Will tells him he needs the serum. The scientists show up, so now it's time for a game of hide-and-seek. Tui gets cornered by one of the scientists, but together with Will, they successfully tabletop him into a tank of oil. That, that, was, that was rough. Mm. They go for the other guy next and send him up on a forklift while he's not looking because these scientists are just idiots. This whole scene... I loved because it's a lot like Home Alone, and and I liked Home Alone. It's it's like when he's uh, when when Macaulay Culkin's trying to get get rid of the dirty bandits. It's just fun. Yeah, definitely got Home Alone vibes here. So Will escapes, but Tui gets caught. So Will comes back in and rides a chain like Tarzan, and kicks Scientist Number One away from Tui. At least they didn't ADR in the Tarzan scream. Oh, that would have been way too much. <laughs> then Chucky and Scotty DeSoto somehow find them, and Scotty immediately pushes scientist number two into the trunk of a car, locks him in, and asks, is there a problem here? Uh, A little bit. Uh, I think so. (laughs) Tui is moments from death when Will is able to force him to drink the serum, which makes him burp in relief. This kid's always full of gas. Always. Tui reveals he told Chucky and Scotty DeSoto where to find them and to get help. The cops and Will's family shows up, Will says Tui is his science experiment and begs his parents to cover for him. The cop goes up to them and Will says that they are identical cousins and Tui's name is Gil Putnam from Belgium. (laughs) Because that is the most logical explanation. Sure, just pin it on some foreign thing. Yeah. The family awkwardly backs up his story and as they leave, Tui quotes the ending of Casablanca saying, Will... I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Is that really from Casablanca? Yes. Wow. (laughs) Back at home, Will asks if Gil can stay, or Tui. So the serum makes him live a normal lifespan now? Are they sure he won't just die in another month? Weird. Good question. There's a lot of leftover questions from this movie, though. I'm not gonna lie. As there always is with the DCOMs. The parents agree Gil can stay as long as they pretend to be cousins and not admit he's a clone. 
Then a different voice is at the table, and the camera reveals Grandpa Mordecai is there, and says anyone who doesn't believe they are identical cousins has to deal with him. Well, nice to see he doesn't have to be in a nursing home anymore. What a nice reveal. You love to see it. Yeah, so family settles on ordering pizza, and the movie ends. What'd you think, Michael? Kelly, I liked this movie. And I think it's because there there was a lot going on and it moved at a good pace. Like I you you've heard me complain about that before. A lot of these decoms, the middle just drags for a long time. But this one was entertaining. It felt like it moved at, at the at the right speed. And what really sold me on it was the home alone esque uh part at the end. I really liked that. Now, another thing is that this one, because of that Home Alone part, didn't feel like the end wrapped up just super quickly. I felt like I got good resolution. Now, the things that I didn't get answered were, well, I I mean, they they kind of answered it about, like, they're going to pass off Tui as the cousin from Belgium. But I I just wonder how that's going to work at school when Will goes back and fails all the rest of his classes for the year. (laughs) So there's a couple of leftover questions, but I'm rather satisfied with the way this whole movie panned out and ended up. And, you know, it's not my favorite, but it was enjoyable to watch. And I I appreciate that. Yeah, I agree with what you said about the pacing. I just really want to know what changed Will's mind about Heather that made Will like her. I don't think she's a bad person, but Will isn't the nicest, and Tui liked her, so he just decided that he he did after avoiding her for six years, and now that Tui is staying, won't he just date her, or will she prefer Will? Like, just so many questions this movie leaves me with. How are they going to explain everything with this new cousin? Is Will going to finally work hard in school? And, you know, Michael, you always mention how D comes end too fast, and of course you're right but I don't see why they can't have an epilogue scene a few weeks or months later. Because I love those in movies, and I think it would really help the quality of decoms. Like, just a quick epilogue of, like, how Will and Tui or, or Gil are doing in school with their friends, and just them all, like, happy together would just be a nice and a little end. Yeah, it definitely would. And, and they could honestly replace the entire end scene with an epilogue, like, completely cut out the end scene and just explain away everything they did in that end scene with an epilogue. And it would do probably better yeah and but also having grandpa mordecai being good oh yeah for sure like they could both come home from school and talk about you know how they danced around the the how how will is going to pass the rest of the semester and how how um how tui is going to get through you know school or start school rather and they could come home to grandpa mordecai there's ways to do it i just this wasn't the most egregious, but it still suffers the same, <laughs> you know, the, the poor planning as other DCOMs might. Totally agree. But anyway, I, I thought it was an okay DCOM movie. I liked it more than Genius, but again, found myself very annoyed with the main character, Will. And I also did prefer Tui, so sorry. <laughs> sorry. You know why I like this one more than Genius? Why? No sports? No sports. Ah, yeah. No sports, and instead, Michael gets dancing. I love it. Love it. (laughs) Well, that's all I got. What about you? That's all I got, too, Kelly. Why don't you take us out? All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review so we can improve, and follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at DCOMCentralPod, and we're finally on Facebook, so feel free to follow us on there so it's not just our family. Thanks for podding with me, Kel. Gotta split. 